most people's biggest problem, I guess with Yiddishkeit, is in the davening. And let me explain why. Um, on the one hand, most of our most spiritual moments um, happen when we daven. A person, um, the first time he davened like really well, or he was in some sort of kumzit setting, and you sang some, some tefillah, which really, really turned you on, Rosh Hashanah Kippah, so you feel really, really powerful about it, very strong about it, very good about it. It turns into rote. L- learning tends to get better as you get more into it, and you will know more, you understand more, you can ask better, you enjoy it more, and that, that usually improves with time. Tefillah, saying it over and over again, um, also not, not, it's very hard to get yourself emotionally always primed into something, because it's it's something which is um, intellectually like learning. So if you you know sort of put your mind to it, so you can usually get into it without problem. It's filler. Some somebody had a cholera once on something like that, so people get very into it and they get very moved by it. And uh, somebody has a special need, a shidduch, whatever, parnasa. But when we have uh, a day in, day out, three times a day, it's very hard. Uh, also, the fact that we don't know the, the meaning of the words is difficult. Learning about tefillah, uh, so sometimes you, you learn a lot of Hirushim, and so it turns into limut. It, it's very hard to say that knowing all sorts of nice pshatim on three words in Shemun Esra is going to change Shemun Esra. It's not realistic either. Um, so we're really very stuck on it. For most people, uh, um, when you it, it, when you have a large lush by chasidim, where there's a very very intense group davening with an intensity, so it sort of carries over, but it also has a way of going the road and so on. So, so it's really hard to, to figure out a vad that will help us, and it's something everybody really wants. Everybody wants to be able to daven like a mensch. It's something that we know will be relevant to us the rest of our lives, no matter how much more learning we'll do, less learning. So, I, I guess let's let's. I'll try to figure out what it is exactly we're going to learn and how we're going to learn it. But I, w- I want to try and give more for some general sense of something. Um, kavana doesn't mean thinking pshatim into something. If you have to think something into something, you don't have it. The first thing is to learning. If you if, even if your Hebrew is not great. But learning, but saying the words and translating your mind is not, it's not a good setup. The, um, if you ever see the more modern, like the, the Rosetta Stone, all these modern devices, when we were growing up, you learned a foreign language, um, we learned French by translating it, and you kept translating in your mind what, what you heard and what it meant, which is cumbersome, very, very unpleasant, and not really doesn't, you know, it's, if you have to do it, you have to do it, but that's it. Um, the more natural way is, to sort of make a leap to the language, so when when a child is 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 uh, when a child is growing up and he's learning how to speak, he doesn't you know he, he doesn't translate. He, he sort of associates the word dog with the thing outside that's barking. Uh, if you learn what the words mean, you don't need to think of the meaning. You can get the feel of the word if you know the meaning. If you've gone through it and you translated it. Uh, and you've gone through a few times, and when you say it, it, it drop the translation. It, you, you will feel the meaning itself. That's a tremendous, for those people for whom Hebrew is not easy, 
um, on our all Hebrew is easy, then it's something which is going to be, it, it's not, translation is a horrible, that's why the Sidurim that have the word by word translation, yes, if you're about Shuvan, it's the first time you're seeing Hashanah, uh, Davening, you're going to need it. But, but if, if you've been learning for a while, if you are or if you work, if you learn on Tefillah and you sort of read the, the pieces uh, a few times and you're familiar with it, then forget the translation. The words, the, the words themselves will come to you. Um, two, I, you know, it, it, I don't want to compare it to something um, secular, but there's, if, if people have ever read poetry, beautiful writing you know that what you're doing is you are allowing yourself to be moved by the words it it, it you, you, you're not pushing you're allowing yourself sometimes like a doctor tells you wants to check something tells you you know relax your hand your mouth your foot whatever it is relax it don't, don't push don't pull let, let go the ability to sit back and absorb the meaning of the word, the feeling of the word, is is a certain sense that's vital if you'll ever ever to daven. I, I came, f- my my service is Litvish Shabbos. My father was lit and yeshivas I learned. Um, whereas Chassidim tried to stoke a fire, scream the word, yell the word, and so on, being able to be moved by the words was the the, the tchuna that we tried to develop, and that's very very vital in understanding it. In, in getting the feel for it. If a person is able to have the sense of it, so l- let's see if we can give a general picture. The first thing, many of the halachas at tefillah are, like Bechoni and Magal, where you make a circle around yourself. Um, the first thing in tefillah is to withdraw from the world around you. In other words, you're coming into the base Medrash and into, into the base Knesset, into the Makkah tefillah, and you're withdrawing from things around you. And that's why um, anything that would make you, anything that would disturb you, you can't dive in a walkway, you can't dive if you have to go to the bathroom. Anything which would, which would, which would interfere with it is, is usa. So, so making yourself and, and having that bubble around yourself is very vital. That's the first part, that's one. Step two is understanding the concentration that we're talking about is not the concentration, it's a concentration when you're listening to somebody, um, where you're just sitting back and, and listening to the person and absorbing information. Um, you, you're trying to, when you concentrate in davening, it's, it's not you're putting things into words, you, you are, you're, you're also with the words. You're, you're involved with it and, and you're allowing that. A third thing that I think is, um, is very vital is the, um, I'll, I'll tell you a, a Maise Shahoya. It's a small Maise Shahoya, it's Maise Rav. Um, my son, one of my children, used to, they, they used to take turns sleeping by my mother-in-law. Um, her, my father had the nift already, so there would always be two grandchildren there sleeping. And one of my children was there together with his first cousin, and it was very near where Balyashev had his minion. It wasn't a big or popular minion at those days, it was, it was a minion. It was a minion, and it was the most convenient minion. It was, I think, 6 in the morning, something whatever, that's where he used to go. So Balyashev came over to my son, and he told him the, um, 
he told him, I, I guess Rabbi Yashav very rarely um, volunteered himself. I guess they really got on his nerves, and he told my son, if you daven out loud, the kavan is better, and you'll enjoy it a lot more. That was, that was what he said. If, if, since what we're trying to do is, we said before, focusing means we're not pushing into the davening, we're allowing the davening to take us. So if you say it, first of all, it's much, much easier to um, not to be distracted. You're doing something. It's very difficult, um, just like in learning, we stress always that unless a person, it's very hard, most people cannot focus and concentrate when they're quiet. And that's why saying out something, even to yourself or mentally, a push comes up, is, is ideal. When you're davening and you're saying the words, then it, it helps you be involved with it. It helps you keep out um, anything else because you're busy with it. And it also allows you to get a feel for the words, for the davening. So just like when you sing a nigan, you, you, you feel the words because A, you're saying them, and B, the singing itself helps you. So when a person davens with the naima, with the pleasantness, it, it, it helps strum against it. I wanted to give a marshal. There's, um, we spoke about what is it like. It says, um, there's a word from the Magid, not the Dubna Magid, but the, uh, the, uh, the, the Talmud of the, of the Baal Shem Tif, Drabna Magid, or Masrish Magid, whatever you want to call it. He said, that the feeling of Nevoah is like when someone strums on a guitar, on, a, on, a, on, a, on an instrument. In other words, you are being moved. You know, you are being moved by the things that you're saying. So when a person is open and involved, he's moved by it. It, it stimulates it. it. It's very interesting. You find sometimes people who are giving Musa Shmuzen, and they're able to quote things right and left that give that bring out the point. Not, not an obscure medish, but, 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 but pieces of Dabna that you always say and Chumash that you always learn. And you ask yourself, like, why couldn't I do that? I mean, it's not the person, the person is not, is not calling anything obscure. And, and the answer is because when he's saying it, it's sort of, that's the feeling he has when he says it. So when he, when, when he, when he pulls it out, that's what he has in him. So, so Davening is an experience where the words, Chazal gave us words so that the words would carry us. And, and, and therefore, it there's a certain sense of being open to it and allowing it to move you that, that, that will take you someplace. Um, so, so, third of all, um, instead of learning it word by word, there's a problem with that. Um, and, and starting from the beginning, the problem with that is twofold. First, if you start at the beginning, you'll never get to Shmanesra. The core of Davening is Shmanesra, Krishna and Bechasel, Zimra, Kedush de Sidra, Karbanis. Um, so if you start from one end, you, chances are you'll never get to it. And, and it's structurally wrong. It's not, yes, the, the Siddha starts with the Aleph in the beginning, but, 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 it's, it, but it starts with the Shmanesra in the middle. That's the Siddha, really. Secondly, if we, if, we, if we get stuck on words, then and, and it, you, you lose the flow of it. 
Um, and yes, you can dash on every word tili tilim. Just like if, if the only exposure you had to chumish was gematries and every letter and tili tilim shalachas, and you couldn't tell me what the parasha says, there's, there's a sort of a, 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 a very, very myopic vision. Like you see uh, one nekuda, you don't see the whole. We're going to try to get a sense of each bracha, let's say. We'll start in the middle. Before that, I wanted to go through some things on, on Tfil in general. Um, we, I have here, this is a sefer called Mitzvah Belev. Again, these are, these are some classics for him that were never, ever, that people don't use anymore. This, the person who wrote this, his name is Bar Shaul, um, Sholzen, when he was, before he called Bar Shaul, he was a Adam Chash, a, 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 a very, uh, he was a very Chash person. He, um, he was from Chabad, uh, the old Chabad extract. He became a Rav Rechovot. Uh, I think he must have died in the 60s, 50s, 60s. And he had an extremely beautiful way, Big Bal Machshava, and had an extremely beautiful way of conveying Machshavas in, in a beautiful way, in a way that's very meaningful. He also had a language with the young Dar, and he was very, his, his farm, I don't know today, but in, in Beis Yaakov and Etisol, they were learned a lot because he deals with a lot of topics that sort of, on the one hand, speak the young generation, and was Chachamim, Chazal, and many in Yanim of Leiv and Shama and so on. He has, he has on Tefillah a few in Yanim, more general Yanim that I think we want to do. And, and, and we'll try to skim a little bit because, again, his, um, you know, it's, he, he goes through sometimes a, a bunch of Chazal and try to keep pace. We have 20 minutes a week. We, we want to be able to learn something and so on. Okay, let's take a look at, let's start. So we'll first, Bez Hashem, the Senate will first finish this. And we'll go through the pieces that I think are, are, are significant for us. And then we will start with Shmanesra. And, and I, again, I will try to um, be more thematic and get a sense of each bracha, what, what the bracha is. Maybe we'll translate, maybe we'll see something. But try to keep some pace that we have, so that at the end of the year we have learned something. Okay, let's just start. The first, the first piece is about what the mitzvah tefillah is. At tefillah b'chol mitzvah. Tefillah every day is a mitzvah. And he goes through the chazal of tefillah um, that it's the raisa. I'm going to skip this. This is just, it's, it's an important introduction. But um, it's let's see. Well, the fiyasayim, the third part, the, the last line in ninety-five. And according to those, even according to Shittas that hold that it's only the Rabbanan, this is. Ah, it's missing a page. Not, um, I'm going to read it. Um, I don't know why it's missing 96, 97. You're also missing 96, 97. See, that Bechasa. Um, I'm not sure why it's missing, but so I'll read it from here and I'll. So he brings here um, a 95 and 96. He brings it a Mikairis. Um Omnam. Sarah Lahakim says you have to be Maktim Shvachashomakim. This is page 96 here and, and I will read it just so. Sarah Lakim Shvachashomakim the Ikat Tfila. Even though Tfila itself is a Bakasha, a person needs to start with Shevach. 
and he brings the Chazal, and he brings the Mekoyos of Veschanon. So he says, um, You start with a Shevach before you ask, you finish with, with, with Hoidor and what you got. Fine. Ah, this is going to be the last two or three lines, 97, then we have it here. Being that the main part of Tefillah is Vakasha, it's become erroneously understood that the purpose of Tefillah is to let Akash Prochu know what I'm missing. He doesn't know what I'm missing. Or if I nudge you long enough, I'll get his attention. Um, so that's the purpose of it. Um, it says if the, the whole Moses Tefillah matnev shows Adam lapul kosekoynoi, and now we're back on page. I'll call Chazav Ruach. So all it is is in order for me to fulfill to fill whatever I need. I'm going to ask it. The imki murga sheish betfila ezali ruchnis nashes pala, and even though along with this line of thought, even though we occasionally feel uplifted by it, asheim etorchu peinam akasha tarsha mayim hari maches alatzah shkachas yadin yochla amitloi. A person feels a tremendous sense of his battles, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, when I recognize that how impotent I am and how I can't fulfill my needs. So yes, there's a, there's a collateral damage of Tfila that we feel humble in Hakadosh Baruch Hu is great. So we think, okay, when we dive in, there's some side benefits. Or maybe it's a price to pay for davening. Because tefillah, all it is, is asking. And we recognize we need to say please and thank you. So we do it for that. Um... Next paragraph. If you look a little deeper, you recognize It's the other way around. Tfilah's essence is the Keshet Baruch we have, and the means for it is through 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 uh, 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 um, through So it flips it around. It, it, yes, if filler was what we need, so maybe today lunch, I have my pizza ready, I don't need supper all night, what am I asking for? In other words, if the Tachs of Tfilah is for things, sometimes we need a lot of things, or a lot of something, and sometimes we don't need much, and then filler is the curva, the Tvekas, they'll explain each element, and the, the way in which it happens is by presenting needs. But understand that the presenting of the needs is the Echetimtza, not the Ikka. Harakavano um, Afucha, Ba'avas HaKadosh Baruch Sa'adam, Roitzis Barashon Yetomid Imechitzaz Kavyacha. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu desires Akirva, so he would like us to be Bedveikos Timidis. Kadosh created Adam as a tachlis, and that's what Kadosh Baruch wants from Adam, and that and Kadosh Baruch wants to be close to him. 
Obeteris em tsoilekach, as a means for that, Masha Kodeshbaruchu, Omen Milos, Omen Zetzrochov, a Kodeshbaruchu sometimes holds back. Bechdeishim Pniyosi, Levachas Zetzrochov, maybe if he doesn't get what he needs, Yismala Livashon Shalhevesh, Yikisu, Vesavashem Shemayim, Shaltzimoa, Nyoike, Lekevesakim, Chaim, Elachoylam. If a person, if a person is missing, maybe he's going to say to himself, "You know, I really haven't been close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I need to touch base again." So when a person looks at his needs through that perspective, that you know, if things aren't going well and and, and I sort of feel fizzled out, maybe it's because. I need to touch base, and and, and you know, um, so so the needs of a person becomes a chetimtza for something. I'll give you a marshal. Uh, uh, you, you see it from one side of the fence, I see it from the other side of the fence. A parent and a child. A child goes away to yeshiva, lahapul, to work, to college, whatever it is, and he needs money. that children need money, and 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 now. A child hasn't spoken at home a long time, and then we pick up a phone because we want to ask for money, or whatever it is that you need. So uh, a, a child usually feels, you know, it's not right, I haven't spoken in a long time yet. I, I know that I need money now, I need to ask for money, but I also feel we become cut off, we become distant. Um, so, so, so when a person has needs, it also turns him to look at the sparkle. He gets a tremendous simon. He also feels the distance from Akash Baruch. I've been distant. Things have fizzled out between me and Akash Baruch. Things aren't happening. According to this Tfisa, Mehusa Tfila, Kloyma Iskarvus Hashem, the Atzah Matara. Close Akash Baruch is the Matarah. So the first Yisrael, important Yisrael, is the Tachlis of Tfila is to touch base Akash Baruch, to feel that. It, so if a person, let's say, it's very typical, people go to work, and they, you know, and one of the complaints is, I'm, I'm so busy all day long. I feel I don't feel ruchnistic anymore. I don't feel Jewish anymore. I don't feel prum anymore. Those that's not that's not it, it, certainly in, in level on the level of feeling. It's not uncommon to get these types of, of, of responses. But the answer is, but if the three times a day that Tfila were to be there, the, in place, a person would feel the kesha takarish baruchu through that Tfila. Um, and this is the Pshat Nechazal. Lomer is Akim Masechulu. Shakadosh Baruch Hu is our philosopher. Oma Kadosh Baruch Hu. Ashira say noise hey. Imanin noislin bonim enos paulo fanai. He said, the, the, uh, the, if, if I would give them children, they wouldn't daven to me. But oimek devreim. What's the Pshat? Kein haakros ikarasiva latfila. It's the other way around. Akadosh Baruch Hu wanted to give them to have that connection. I remember um, very very touching. St- uh, very touching. See, I, I used to learn to Reb Nachum Chavrusa. The last year I was a Bacha, I learned with the son, and we learned Chavrusa with him. Um, Reb Nachum sat and learned all day long, and he had um, he, his youngest daughter was 
of course, you know, she was the baby. She was like the, you know, the child. The, the she's married to a Basharina today. She was sort of, uh, you know, uh, she had the favorite of a, of, a, of a youngest. And Amnachem didn't have much time to be with the kids or or uh, whatever. So we're sitting and learning, and an Ani knocked on the door. And Rabnachum reached in his pocket and he didn't find money. So he called out to his daughter, maybe she has money that she could give him or give to the or whatever, bring to him. So I had whatever was a shekel, I don't know if it was a shekel, a pound, whatever was in my pocket. I started giving him. No, no. He, he didn't, Rabnachum didn't express these things, but what he, want, he said is, <laughs> it's a chance for me to, to have a contact with my daughter. You know, it, it, it's, that's the chance for it. The, the needs a person has is the chance, and the depth of the needs is a chance for a certain depth. Hakadosh Baruch Hu wanted that contact, and Bimele he gave he he created us with necessities and sometimes with profound necessities so that we move forward. A, a king liked one of his avodim. He kept inviting him. Um, so he started doing what he was supposed to do. He forgot. What did the king do? So he said that serve lunch in, 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 by me in the palace. So that way, when he gets hungry, he'll remember that he has to come home. So mitzvahs have tefillah, so what's the right definition of tefillah? Tefillah is a means for Avedis Hashem. It's a way which a person can become and one of the primary ingredients of life are needs are part of this process. And as, so when we go through life, the daily needs, the special needs, are the hechetimtzis that Kaddish Baruch gave to actively connect with him. And if we want to be shayat HaKadosh Baruch connect to Kaddish Baruch then, then understanding that tefillah is the process for it to happen is a whole different way of, of, of looking at it. Okay, just, uh, just put this away, somebody uh, in the closet. But <laughs> Yeah.